Station. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to another episode of the Sheep Station Dynasty Podcast. Joined by one of the suspects this week, our guest King Ewers. How are you today, mate? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Um, a lot better than Pete's doing right now with the uh, spicy cough. So yep. we'll, we'll go on without him. Yeah, he's also uh, introduced some of that CMOS internet into his life and just keeps yeah. dropping out. So just the two, just the duo today. Yep, big struggle for him, but uh, Chris squared to the rescue. Yeah, that's right, and uh, we've still got the dulcet tones that everybody loves of you, so I'm sure the viewership won't go down any at all. Wait, do we get Waldman back again as well? His voice is quality. Oh, it's, it's pretty beautiful, isn't it? It's relaxing. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's soothing, especially at 7 o'clock in the morning when we were doing it. It was, yeah, it was, oh, this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Good episode. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Hope everyone did. Yeah, if if you for some reason listening to this episode instead of that episode, go back and listen to that episode. It was super informative. Um, he's an absolute legend for coming on for us. Too right. Um, hopefully we can get him on kind of every year and break down each rookie class next couple of years. See how we go. But uh, in the meantime, follow us on those social media platforms at Sheep Station Pod on Twitter, uh, Instagram we are Sheep Station Dynasty Podcast, um, a point of the Twitter has put up our Discord link in the last few tweets, um, so get on there, get amongst it, plenty of chat going on, um, there's always some intriguing questions on the uh, Discord that we're going to have to get to at the end of this when uh, the kiddies have gone to bed, because there's a bit of swearing going on in these uh, questions we got this week, so Ooh. yeah, a little bit of fun. Well, I so, never yeah. uh, read them, so that you surprise me with them. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's fun. It'll be a big surprise then, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, intriguing, and it's definitely Australian only. <laughs> I mean, some of these questions, like, no, yeah, Americans aren't just, are just not going to know them. So that's been interesting. But look, we've, um, we're off the back of uh, the Sheeps 2 draft as well, uh, rookie draft, where you just had a million picks, mate. Yeah, I, I think I nailed it, though. Um, good value. I can't ever remember what player I picked at 411, but uh, <laughs> that was it. One pick. One pick. 4-11. Yep. You don't even remember, actually. Uh, was it Kyle Phillips? Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, good pick. Tennessee wide receiver. Apparently the wide receiver won, according to someone in the Discord. <laughs> yep. Feeling good about it? Yeah. Uh, I liked him beforehand. He, I actually took him as the flyer in um, the first draft we did in, in the mock a couple of weeks ago in the, yeah, in right. the fourth round. So, took him as a, the same... Well, in a different position, but uh, yep. yeah, I, I like him. I like his opportunity to sort of step in as a bit of a slot guy or something, and mm-hmm. um, get a few targets um, with a with other rookies and and just Robert Woods, who's pretty injury prone in the way. Just hearing that dog in the background sounds like he needs some WD forty to close the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he just needs some dinner. Is is what he really needs? But yeah. W dinner 40. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, look, we're going to have a, a quick gander at uh, Sheeps 2. We're going to compare it to the, uh, the the mock draft we did the other week, see who the big movers and groovers were, uh, because, you know, as, as much as we did that mock draft, there wasn't really any uh, teams to kind of fill, so it's kind of just take a shot on whoever you wanted to. Now we can compare it with, with some teams that needed some filling because, uh, obviously, everyone had some needs, running back, wide receiver, um, quarterback, <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. tight end all that kind of stuff uh, so we'll see who rose we'll see who fall and yeah away we go but um, look here's the, the biggest question did you bring a beer? 
like I actually I, I haven't got it with me, but I'm gonna go and get it. So just fill for a minute, and uh, a minute. Okay. I will I will crack it. It's a yeah. it's a classic from a brewery we've we've got we've had before. So let me guess, it's that beer brewery you always talk about. Um, no, it's not. It's, great, it's actually great, great uh, Noirton again. It, it is a Griot Noirton, uh, the original yeah, and wow. the best. You did have the Super Chris last time, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, well, let's uh, crack into <laughs> it then. Oh, just for those playing at home. Oh, oh, you got the can. I do have the can. It was a delayed, uh, like, second crack. Yeah, courtesy of a good friend of ours who uh, bought a whole case for me and Pete to get ready before his wedding um, mm. in about... You know the the one hour that we had to, to fill. So, and what you didn't finish the case. Believe it or not, we didn't get through the whole case. We also Jeez, had to give, a, give a speech later that night. So, <laughs> uh, I'm sure you've seen it. It's got a nice sandy colour on the can with uh, the red writing, mm-hmm. and uh, a big marlin uh, sort of silhouetted into the background. It's uh, full strength combine <laughs> metrics one point uh, <laughs> one point two standard drinks, which yeah. <laughs> It's not that full strength for a Queensland beer, um, mm. and four point two percent ABV, and mm. that is all in a three hundred and seventy-five mil can. Probably can't see where it says that. Um, <laughs> just gonna have a little sip. Three seventy-five mil, correct? Yep. They also have a zero alcohol beer, blue yeah, label. Yeah, I've actually had that as well. Not in a can, in a bottle. Um, yeah, right, right, It right. goes all right. Goes all right. Goes all right. Uh, this is. You know, like if you just walked into a pub and you said, "Give me a beer," this is what this is what they'd give you. That's what it is. It's just the most um, basic player how, how in you? the world. Um, it's from Queensland. You know, uh, some of those another... players. Some of those players. I'm going to insult our <laughs> listenership a little bit here. Are, are a little bit, a little bit backwards sometimes. <laughs> Not all of them, but some of them. And so, my player comp here, uh, if you haven't guessed, is, is going to be Cole Beasley. Uh, super reliable, <laughs> but uh, a little bit of a Fruit Loop sometimes. <laughs> fruit Loop. Yeah, right. Comparing beers to Fruit Loops, I like it. You yeah, look great, beer. I'd, I'd agree. It's a, it's a Cracker Jack beer. Ever reliant. Like oh, or a pick. I mean, if you tried to trade Cole Beasley ever in the last three seasons, even though he was fantastic, you, you couldn't get anything for him. Um, I'd probably so, give you the 102 for this. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably a bit overrated. I'm going to give it a uh, what you what you're hoping for from Cole Beasley, which was a, a late second, but nobody ever gave you that. Yeah, Roger that, Roger that. Oh well, good fun. Agree at no our turn. What was it called? The full strength? Is it just the called original? Ah, oh, the original. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Good old agree at no our turn. Strikes back. Cracking beer. Mm. Good stuff. All right, let's rip in. Sheeps yep. 2. Oh, it's still called the Matt Waldman segment. Probably should change that. <laughs> uh, Sheeps 2 draft. Let's compare it. Uh, we'll start with the big the big movers upwards, and then we'll talk about the big movers downwards. Um, obviously, the landing spots have happened now. The actual NFL draft has occurred, so we do have some landing spots for these guys. And I'll tell you what, there's some big big movers and groovers here. Um, mm. Kind of in that of... second round, though, right? Not uh, Not really... Anything in the first, maybe two or three that are in the first round, but uh, outside of that, those second, third round guys all moved up quite considerably. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we'll start with the early guys then, shall mm. we? That that moved right up into that first round. Yep. Um, 
And some people might think that uh, Pete Pete reached a little bit on this one, but uh, he took Damian Pierce at 11 after he went 23 in the pre-NFL mock draft. I think um, he was somebody that I kind of expected to. We might have even mentioned his name as a likely riser um, mm-hmm. at the end of that last episode because just if he got the right spot where he had an opportunity, everyone kind of likes him. So he got that spot, which is... Mm-hmm pretty good and I think if you you did have a rookie draft beforehand and you took a chance on him you'd be pretty happy because um, I think he could easily be there they're starting running back sort of by week three like that kind Even of thing almost, yeah. you could almost see it as straight away right like yeah I mean it's Rex Burkhead and who it's else Marlon, is there now Marlon, Marlon Mack, Mack. Yeah, I, I Marlon think Mack's he'll probably be, right? probably get an opportunity first but um, yeah yep but you can almost see him, you know, halfway through the game. Oh shit! Pierce has got a bit more juice than Marlon Mack. Yep. Give him a few more. Carries week two, there. they they try it, but it's the splits a little more even, and then hmm. he's he's starting by week three, kind of thing. But we'll see how he goes. He's he was an interesting player, and uh, well, the other guy that moved up into the first round was Christian Watson, who hmm. got that sweet sweet Packers uh, <laughs> landing sweet, spot. Sweet so. Packers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Up seven spots. Um, yeah, we get those two out of the way because there's there's not really much to say. It's just it was just a good landing spot on a, a player that was pretty pretty well liked, sort of across the uh, fantasy Twitterverse, I guess. And um, yeah, just on Damien Pierce real quick, I'm going to just go into to try and get into Pete's head when he when he took the pick because you know he went before James Cook. He did, um, yeah. Which you know a lot of people say that James Cook's now the running back three, but you know, he's still got Devin Singletary in front of him, who actually ran well at the end of last year, right? As opposed to Marlon Mack coming off, you know, a pretty bloody serious injury in an Achilles. Uh, and just really no one else to compete with. Um, so I reckon, yeah, you can you can make your argument either way. Who's going who's gonna to get them all work straight away? Yeah, you know, I suppose Cook you probably can see being used on passing downs almost straight away. But whether he gets, you know, the runs between the tackles, whereas Pierce, just a big dude, get on the field straight away. See if you can do some damage. Um, so yeah, you know it's kind of like a flip a coin. You can see Pierce getting the workhorse role more than you can see James Cook getting the workhorse with Singletary there. I think. Yeah, I mean, you could actually argue that uh, Rex Burkhead ran pretty well at the end of the season as well. True. He, he actually had a game where he had 150 yards, but um, Ooh. I I think Ooh, you, I think you'd be wrong if you argued that <laughs> because <laughs> he wasn't that good. Um, it's a lot on receptions and stuff like that that, that got him over the line. So, yeah, yeah I think it's a, it's a huge opportunity for Damian Pierce to come in and take some catches, mm-hmm. which is something that Davis Mills likes to do, looking at uh, Rex Burkhead's numbers through the last five or six games. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so Poyta actually uh, reached for two players here in comparison to that original. <laughs> uh, he reached for Christian Watson early as well. Uh, seven spots earlier than what he had, and he reached for Damian Pierce. If, but for those playing at home, it's uh, there was pretty much just four people drafting in this entire draft. <laughs> <laughs> I had 12 picks uh, across those four rounds, so I had 25% of the picks in my pocket. So. Pretty much a chaotic yeah. draft, this one, hey? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty nuts. Um, mm. Christian Watson, like, I think nine was a, is about on where he's been drafted. I've seen him go really early as well, which is mm. pretty nuts. I picked him nine in um in another draft that Pete and I are in and mm. he thought I made the right decision between uh James Cook and Christian Watson. I think even though I don't love his 
production profile being from a small school and um yeah it's just the upside is there the opportunity is there for him so i think he's got the biggest um you know value gain potentially really quickly whereas when you look at um say sky Moore or someone like that who uh got a really good landing spot in the chiefs but you can kind of think that he he's probably not necessarily going to start right away. Yeah, yeah. And then when you pick him in the first round, when you pick someone like that in the first round, and they don't start straight away, mm. their value just drops really quickly. And yeah. then when they do come in and start playing well, it's it's sort of like they make back their value to where yeah. they were rather than increasing in value. So yeah, exactly right. And yeah, as you said. The playing time is going to be interesting to Sky more because, you know, there are some, some bodies in the way now, right? Juju, MVS, uh, who else did they sign? Mikko Hartman still. Yeah, Mikko Hartman's still going to get his work. And then you obviously got the, the Travis Kelsey uh, yep. target magnet. Um, so, yeah, it's it's harder to see him getting, you know, at least five, six catches a game. You don't see it happening. Whereas, you know, Christian Watson's fallen into the opportunity where there is really no one else. Um, Alan Lazard was getting hyped up. And Alan mm. Lazard isn't exactly a world beater. So, um, yeah, this is the perfect range uh, for Christian Watson. And you, I can almost see the argument. If you want to take him earlier and you think he's your guy, then go for it. Like, that's, that's yeah. your prerogative. But uh, I think the, that kind of, yeah, the late 8-9 kind of range is definitely very, very fitting for Christian Watson. So, um, yeah. Who, oh, who else let's, let's talk about some of these guys that didn't get drafted as well. So, yeah. Mm. Um, Originally in our pre-NFL mock draft, one of the guys that really surprised me how early he was drafted in the the NFL draft as well was Ty Davis-Price, mm-hmm. who uh, went 29, 29, is that right? Yeah, 29, in the Sheeps 2 rookie draft after going undrafted for um, the original one. We got yep. Tyquan Thornton, who the Patriots... Uh, surprisingly selected he's he's gone 31 so um, he's really put a Thornton in their side yeah pretty pretty big mover and then a couple of guys that uh kind of just snuck in towards the end of the the drafts in the fourth round Keontae mm. Ingram um picked by the the Cardinals right yeah 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 yeah, yeah back yeah. up for the James Connor yep um so pretty nice landing spot there for a guy that that can miss games, but um, and and there's not a huge amount of competition for him, so exactly a good right, flyer yeah. to take, even though he was a sixth round pick or something. Yeah, we got uh, a listener of our uh, Waldman episode taking <laughs> Skylar Thompson in the fourth round, so that uh, I couldn't pick him up after the draft. With he wouldn't have made it. He was, picked, have. he was picked the pick before I was on the clock, and I was going to yeah. take the uh, the Waldman dude. But what do you do? And uh, Danny Gray as well snuck in at the back of the fourth round. Um, yeah, Don't I took really that have much pick. to say with him. That was the, I. I made this pick. He was the guy that I took instead of um, instead of Skylar Thompson because he was off the board. Just thought you know it was a bit of conjecture in San Fran about Debo leaving. Um, you know, what's the wide receiver core over there these days? It's Debo, it's Ayuk, it's Kittle. Yeah, yeah, you can see him getting some time. They took him 105th overall, so it's not exactly a, a late pick. Um, there's a bit of capital there. So in the fourth round, you're taking shots on guys that you could see potentially getting on the field for, you know, at least kind of, you know, 50% of the snaps potentially. Um, so I can see there's a little bit of upside there and, you know, there's a little bit of chat going on there. So I thought I'd give it a whirl. Yeah, fair enough. So uh, what do we think of uh, Davis Price as, and Tyquan Thornton? 
I guess, because they're the real big movers uh, yep. post-draft that have gained a lot of value, sort of 20-plus picks. Well, the Ty Davis price pick was a surprise for me that the, the Niners took a running back. I think they're just a bit like, oh, running back, let's go get him. I don't care who it is, just give me a running back, right? Um, it's just a bit cloudy back there now, I suppose. There's, there's so many bodies and there can't be that many carries. Like Eli Mitchell was going to get his. If they're going to do anything with Trey Sermon, they're going to have to do it. You know, they're going to be competing with each other. And then uh, who else have they got back there these days? Who'd they lose? They lost Mossett. They lost bloody half the running backs, I suppose. Well, they've still got Hasty? Jeff Wilson. Yeah, Jeff they Wilson, probably lost one. Jamichael Hastry. I doubt he was on a long contract. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, so it's look, interesting. You can see him getting some carries. I, th- I think he's the, the bigger body guy kind of thing, right? Big, speedy dude. Um, yeah, look, I just... It's too murky for me to to go, especially in that. Where did he go? Second, third round. I think I'd be taking shots on wide receivers. Middle of the third round, I'd be taking shots on wide receivers. Um, over tight over his price, to be honest. The guy, and then Zamir White went next. You can see him getting more of a timeshare with uh, Jacobs and an easier path to potentially being the running back in 2023 than you can see Ty Davis Bryce being a lone workhorse. So, yeah, yeah the, the Raiders are a bit of an odd team as well because Jacobs does pretty well when he gets mm. the opportunity, but they just don't really seem to believe that he should get the opportunity. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They it's, keep they making didn't, moves didn't like they his, don't want him. Yeah, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, which was real strange, and then they drafted a running back, so it's like, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So... Yeah. guess it's a team-building thing, and it, maybe it's got to do with how much they just probably paid Devontae Adams next year. Yeah, so. essentially, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I suppose if you're going to save some money, running back's the place to do it, right? They all yep. have big, big contracts these days. So Tycon Thornton's the one uh, we'll talk about now. Um, undrafted in that original mock up to 31st. So what are we looking at here? Pick middle of the third, 3.6, something like that. Um, real fast dude. Patriots have taken a shot on him. Any chance he can be usable week to week? Or do you think he's going to be a kind of like a best ball dude who will have a good week every three or four weeks and you've just got to make sure you put him on the squad that week? Yeah, I'm not too sure. And I think... Um, I actually almost think this is a little late for um, him. Mm-hmm. Like, he got draft capital and I think that 100%. a lot of people are putting that Patriots can't draft wide receivers, they had a bad draft, it's it's kind of cool to think that as well. So, like, it's, it's fun to laugh at the Patriots picks and things like that because that's the in-joke that's everywhere as well. Yeah. Even, even, even though they were, like, you know, kind of not positive value picks, most of their picks, according to, you know, draft yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, the so fact of the matter is capital, they, right? they did spend a second round pick on this guy he's pretty mm. fast he's not someone that I really watched I don't really think he's someone that lots of people watched they're just mm. uh, they haven't really looked into him at all they've just gone oh the Patriots picked him he's not going to be any good and <laughs> I reckon it, it's a good opportunity to take a shot on a fast guy that mm. you know isn't complete but may, maybe he just gels well with Mac Jones and Everyone looks like a, an idiot except the guy who was smart enough to just take a chance on a second round wide receiver because why not? Like, yeah, yep. It just exactly. happens sometimes. So I, I think you're shooting for upside is, here, right? Like, yeah, good value just, for him. Yeah, perfect, perfect spot to take a guy second round, 
Um, you can see a path, right? It's Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers. If you had to say Kendrick Bourne's going to be a wide receiver one uh, or two a couple of years ago, you'd be like, yeah, good one. Uh, so he's got the opportunity to just get into camp, make an impression, um, use that speed. Obviously, they need something over the top as well. Kendrick Bourne um, did score a couple of long touchdowns off memory last year as well. So um, I think, yeah, just because of that Nikhil Harry stuff, you know, everyone's just like, oh, don't want a Patriots wide receiver. But, you know, Mac Jones showed he could kind of, you know, do a few things last year. So if he can take another step, get that deep ball going, then Fawn's going to be on the end of it. Because, yeah, I think you watch his 40 and it was 4 3 6 or something. But I tell you what, the timer looked like it was going for an extra, you know, couple of milliseconds. He looked like he almost ran 4 2. So he was very fast, very, very fast. Um, so look, yeah, I mean, middle of the third, you're just taking shots on guys you want. And yeah, I think it's a good he's got a he's got a really easy path to immediate value gain, which mm. is what I'm looking to do in rookie drafts when you're not like in your first first round. Sure, like this guy's got a lot of opportunity, but maybe they sorry a lot of talent, but maybe they didn't land in the best opportunity spot. But mm. this is a dynasty league. I'm picking. I'm going to pick the best player. Once yep. you're in the third round, um, they're going to sit on your taxi squad, I guess, is a good argument. They, they don't have to be impactful right away. But mm. I think that if you pick someone who instantly jumps in value and you can sell them, that's that's a great move because you, you've turned a third into a second or something like yeah. that, Spot which on. is perfect. That's exactly what I'm trying to do in a dynasty league. Yeah, and that's a good lesson. If you are taking a pick in the fourth and they hit, don't just expect it kind of every week. If you can cash in on it, cash in on it. Like if, you know... You picked Kyle um, Phillips at the end of the the fourth, right? Like if someone comes and offers you a second, don't just go, oh, but you know he's scored twenty points this week. Yeah, okay, but you also drafted him with the four eleven. Like if you can get a second yep. for him next year, mate, cash in, get it done, and, uh, and sit on your rest on your laurels, as they say. It's it's that kind of um, thing where it's you know he he's not worth a a second to everyone, whereas a second is worth a second to everyone. So yeah, exactly, yeah. It's a lot easier to move that draft pick um, than it is a player. Yeah, I was listening to, I can't even remember who it was today, and they were like, picks are so much easier to move than players. As soon as the, the pick gets named a player, then it's like, well, shit, there goes all the value. The 101 is worth a lot more than Brees Hall for some reason. Like, as soon as you yeah, as soon as soon you can, can cash in, cash in um, with those picks, for sure. And even just a lesson looking at this, this draft in particular, because, mm. as you know, I only had one pick and it was... <laughs> Number 47. Uh, it's kind of hard to... Jeez, this dog's upset. Um, <laughs> it's hard to get into the draft because you don't... Mm. Like, people at this time of year, they're not even looking to trade for players. So you, like, And there's, there's players on my team, like, like a Michael Gallup is a perfect example. He's sitting on the team. He's just probably had a pretty good draft season where Amara Cooper's gone. He's still on the team which is probably the best landing spot he could have got. And so, and they didn't really, they, they drafted Jalen Tolbert, but um, really like his opportunity is about as good as you possibly could have hoped for. Mm-hmm. No interest whatsoever. Like mm-hmm. all people are looking at at the moment is picks. Like that's yeah. all people want. So um, yeah, I think okay. it's... Go and get those guys, right? They're yeah. More if you can and get you know, picks the known commodity. And, and package picks, it's a lot mm-hmm. easier than packaging players. Yeah, true that. All right, so who else have we got here? Tyler Algier was one that went up um, 32 in that pre-NFL rookie mock uh, and then up to 21 in Chiefs too. I was the one that took Algier again. 
Um, probably took three quarters of the guys we're talking about, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Just landing, landing spot was the, the key thing here uh, at Atlanta. Doesn't really have to beat out anybody. Um, you know, uh, Cordell Patterson was the guy that they re-signed this year, but apparently they want to use him more as a wide receiver. Um, so he's he's got some pretty easy path to a lot of uh, a lot of touches here. So um, that's why I've I've kind of gone a little bit earlier on him. You can see I need some running backs. My team's absolutely poo bum. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to take With shots twelve him. picks. Uh, How? Yeah, he's got to beat Damien. <laughs> he's got to beat Damien Williams as well. So it's not exactly uh, world beaters in front of him. Got a bit of hype in the yeah. season as well. There's a few people to love him, and uh, yeah, I think easy path to a lot of carries this year. So, any thoughts? And on I think that's the thing. The oh, Algier is just yeah. It's a, I was just going to say it's the theme of of what's who the big movers are. They're the, the running backs that maybe mm. we had a clear couple at the top, um, and mm. and we'll talk about one of them in particular a bit later. But um. I think anyone that sort of got drafted in those middle or late rounds um, that landed in a spot with a with an opportunity. So we got Algier, we got uh, James Cook, Damian Pierce, Keontae Ingram, Davis Price. They all shot up the board because they they've got a a chance to play in a decent opportunity. And um, yeah, I, I think that's sort of what everyone expected, right? Like the running, we we sat there and we looked at this little batch of picks of running backs mm. at the end of the second or the end of the third I can't remember exactly where it was but um it was probably where Pierce was picked so a- end of the second round I think three yeah. running backs went and we said these running backs are gonna move up and they did so James Cook and Damian Pierce both jumped 10 plus spots yeah the landing spot was always going to determine it um one thing I'll, I'll add on just before we move on to the, the down, the, the stock down kind of people that uh, Keontae lost you for picked. a second here, Moz. So. Hey, that's all right. Just say that again because I lost you for a second. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, just talking about uh, Keontae Ingram and just the fact that he went up kind of around into that third round. Um, if you're the the James Connor owner, please go and get him. Because, yeah, James Conner's getting a bit old in the tooth and uh, I can see him kind of having some regression and potentially an injury this year. Um, back his stock up with, with Ingram. Um, try and get in and, and get him. He went at the 4-1. So the very, very start of the 4 to yours truly once again. Um, Arizona seems to like him as well. So get amongst it if you're the James Conner owner. And if, if you're not the James Conner owner and you get Keontae Ingram, maybe just shoot him a little offer for maybe a, a little trade offer, known eh? wide receiver or something like that yeah yeah just a sneaky one all right stock downers yep where do you want to start around. uh the, the biggest the, stock yeah. downer is surprisingly justin ross who uh i didn't even realize got drafted in the original draft but uh picked at 18 Mm. which is pretty high. Um, mm-hmm. That's uh, surprising. So he, he dropped down 16 spots to 34 after the draft. He uh, obviously got an okay spot to go, but um, yeah, just the the capital, nobody wanted him, I guess. So, yeah, UDFA. Um, I think the, the, yeah. the neck injury was a lot worse, I suppose. Yep. Or the, the, the NFL season is a lot worse than than what I suppose the scouts do. I mean, the scouts are going off talent, right? The NFL is going yep. off, can I get this guy in my team for 10 years? Uh, if that neck injury is as bad as they think, well then, you know, maybe they're only going to have him for one year and stock down again, I guess. But uh, 
Yeah, look, Bo's taking a shot on him here. Uh, you can't blame him, I suppose, the landing spot's what you're going for here, and uh, you're going to hope that he just gets into camp and shreds it with Pat Mahomes and can somehow do some work. But, I mean, once again, Sky Moore's there. Everyone we just spoke about before, there's a lot of mouths yep. to feed there. So, um, yeah, it's going to be hard to see him get kind of the, the, the volume, I guess. Um, but, look, he showed the talent, which was one thing. Now he's just got to see if he can stay on the field. Yeah, so I guess the the other story of this is just quarterbacks, right? Mm, mm. Um, Desmond Ritter uh, down nine spots from 14 to 23. Malik Willis down eight spots from five to 13. Uh, Sam Howell even 19 to 26. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's all that went in that original one. But uh, I didn't actually see maybe he didn't move far at all. Um Kenny Pickett, uh, which is surprising, but uh, I'm not sure where he went in the original draft. It must have been higher than I thought. Uh, he went um, nine in the original, and he's yeah, now okay. down to five. So, uh, yep. yeah, up at five. Sorry, so he went up four spots, but um, yeah, not too dramatic. Yeah, so I mean, story of the draft, right? Yeah, the, the quarterbacks didn't get picked. The NFL didn't like them, so this is always going to happen. Yeah, on the draft board, they stumbled. Yeah, no one really landed in a spot where they're just going to start straight away, right? Like Kenny Pickett's still got to beat Trubisky and uh, who else have we got here? Uh, Malik Willis is going to sit behind Tannehill. Um, Sam Howell. Ritter behind uh, Mariota. And, yeah, yep. Yeah, Sam Howell maybe. Sam Howell behind Wentz. Like, there's, yeah. there's, they've got, something's going to happen. They've got to just outshine them in camp or, uh, you know, Wentz has got to play real shit still for the first half of the year before they're going to get on the field. And even still... You know, they might write him out for a year because they've just traded for him. So then they're not going to start until next year. So, yeah, see what happens. But, um, yeah, I was kind of expecting the quarterback fall. Um, I was sitting there with the 101 and 103, and I knew I wasn't going to get anyone coming up for a quarterback. Yep. I knew people might come up for a running back. Still, didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not. No, spewing. But, uh, look, the other ones, it's kind of just, you know, team need kind of push these guys down. Um, like guys like George Pickens went from 10 in that pre NFL mock draft to after he went down to 16 so he lost lost six spots but you can kind of see why um, the guys in front of him were taken there was a couple of running backs that were after him in that uh, second round that have gone up because obviously people need running backs so Pierce and Scott, um, James Cook went above him so he's, that's kind of pushed him back it's just team need that kind of took priority here is that what you think or uh, a little bit of that and I, I do think that the um, Steelers isn't exactly the Best, even though it's sort of that the anti-Patriots, I guess, where everyone sort of says, mm-hmm. you know, all they do is pick good wide receivers. That's not totally true, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, they they have have had some average picks. They've picked James Washington, who didn't really do much at all. And yeah, I think um, it's a pretty crowded room. So the the fear there is that it's going to take a little while. And and that theory that we're talking about earlier, where if it takes two years, you 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 lose value and and can you be patient enough to to hold on to them? Um, I guess the guy I wanted to talk about the most is Isaiah Spiller. Yeah, um, yep. let's go. I could talk about this guy for fifteen minutes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't really think that he looked fantastic, and and neither did did you. I think. No. Nah. Did you even have him inside your top five? I um, think I did. Just I felt forced to put him in there. <laughs> yeah. So Do I you did. think that that? pre-draft hype as well has kept him 
maybe even higher than he should have been yeah. going 18th. Yes, um, I think so. <laughs> yeah, because I just don't really see a path for him. I can in a way, because as, as we know, Eckler, how old is Eckler now? 26 or something like that? Yeah. Um, they've obviously always been looking for that backup or the, the kind of one-two punch, right? They've tried with Justin Jackson. Um, they've tried with... Who they'd have last year, Larry Roundtree. They've tried a whole bunch of options, right? Kelly. And, yeah, yeah, it hasn't quite worked. Um, yeah, 26 for Austin Eckler. Just checking his um, his contract while we're out there. Uh, you, the, the common sense thing to do for the Chargers would be to extend him next year, right? Give him a decent contract, not, you know, splash the cash for him, but a decent contract. Herbert's a young quarterback. You can see him kind of taking that next step, whether he get, they get there this year. The AFC is so bloody stacked at the moment. It might take another year. Uh, is a contract year next year. Last year of his contract next year. So I, I can kind of see him, if they don't go down the path of giving him a bit of cash, that next year will then, he's the guy. But that's next year. So you're going to kind of build that into your price. There's no way he's going to be running back by himself this year. It's not going to be a workhorse. Eckler's still going to be there doing his thing. Uh He's kind of in that zone where I don't want to draft him, but I don't want to miss out on him, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah, fair enough. Um, um, just in case something happens, right? I guess, yeah, I, I kind of look at Eckler and I think he's been extremely successful, but mm-hmm. he he doesn't get that the love of like some of the really big name running backs, mm. even though he's been sort of as productive. And I think from an NFL perspective, maybe that, eats into his market a little bit. Um, I guess you saw Aaron Jones kind of have a similar thing where he ended up staying at the Packers and everyone thought he was going to get all these offers and I don't really think he necessarily did. Maybe even Melvin Gordon as well, who who struggled to find a... Yeah, yeah. I I think unless you're ultimate kind of running back, that the market's just never there for them because they know they can find better players so I think if he knows that and he's smart he'll take the money to stay on a, a team so it's going to depend on how they go this year and if, if yeah. they sort of go as good as you expect them to he'll probably take a bit of a hometown discount to yeah, 100%. to stay there and then, then your pick was a waste but if he doesn't or they don't go that well maybe you've hit a home run I guess so maybe that's why he's gone a bit high but yeah, yeah. and it's not as though it's like a top top pick it's kind of in the middle yeah. of the second where you've, you're kind of taking a shot anyway and hoping that something happens in front of him or, you know, the, the situation next year changes. Um, you got to remember, Eckler was running back two last year. Running back two? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, he's bloody good. Just um, touchdowns just that, everywhere, yeah, yep. Yeah. But it's just that age. He's at that age where the running back, they say they're old. 26 isn't old, but for running backs, you know, that's where they start to hit that cliff. So, yeah, look, you can, you can write your own narrative, I guess. You can either say he's not going to get the work, don't pick him, let someone else get him, or you can you can write the narrative that, uh, you know, next year he'll be the guy. But something's got to happen, Eckler, for that to happen. So it's all going to determine or be determined probably by the end of this year. So, yeah, interesting stuff. But uh, that's kind of what's been baked into his drop, I guess, that he's not going to be the guy, but he's going to be a bloody good backup in case something happens to Eckler. So at pick 18, do what you want. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, any other drops here that we really need to worry about? I don't think there's too dramatic. I mean, Kyron Williams, once again, he fell in the draft, so he fell in this draft. Um, Tyler Beatty was picked. 
doesn't even look like he was picked in our actual Sheeps 2 draft. Um, quarterbacks we spoke about, a couple of the wide receivers, um, like David Bell dropped a little bit, just people obviously wanting landing spots that were different, I guess, but uh, nothing too dramatic from here. Yeah, David Bell's a little bit of a surprise that he dropped because I didn't think he got a terrible landing spot, but um, then you go and look at the actual board and you sort of think, oh, you know what, that's about right. And I think mm. I actually said, you know, Thornton was pretty good value, but then when I go and look at the draft board, I'm like, actually, you know what, that's about right. So I think, I think this draft was pretty... Um, Spot on. Pretty spot on for uh, for <laughs> their values. It's very similar to the other one that I've completed with a, a similar format. Just had a it's a fourteen teamer, so it's a little bit. The quarterbacks went a little bit higher, which um, is not super surprising. I think it's just once you get to fourteen teams, uh, not many teams have three quarterbacks on their roster, so mm. the backups become a lot more valuable. Definitely. Yeah. So. All right, well, that's uh, that's the Sheeps 2 draft done. Let's um, rip into some of these Discord questions. Just got to find yep. them because the Discord is actually doing some stuff here. So the biggest surprise <laughs> in ADP jump slash drop that you've seen. Jeez, I wish we talked about that during this episode. Yeah, I reckon. The biggest hey. surprise. Um, well, we haven't done a um, like a proper look at, uh, say, like a startup draft for a little while. We'll get right. into that pretty soon, actually, and see where these rookies fit. Um but in terms of ADP for rookies? I think um, maybe it's Russell. Looking at just how much he in- increased Russell Dobbs, I really thought he was more of a depth ad for the team and it was pretty surprising that Who? he... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, play, he plays for the, the Packers now. Do you mean um, Romeo? Romeo, sorry, what did I say? Russell. Russell. <laughs> Russell. Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs. Yeah. Romeo Dobbs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I think that was a bit of a surprise to me that he gained so much value just because he went to the Packers. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know about that one. So Still yeah, hope there, I guess. Yep. Uh, anything that surprised me? Look, I actually think that everyone that went, went where they should have. Uh, maybe... Justin Ross for a UDFA going in front of guys that were actually picked pretty early. Um, that was probably a bit of a surprise, but yeah, I think someone got the pick before me. I was going to take him anyway, so I was a bit spewing that Bo got in front of me, but um, look, it's what it is. Um, nothing really surprised me in ADP, though. Maybe um, yeah. all of picks, Pete, uh, Pete's picks, Damien Pierce, and um, <laughs> who else did he take? Christian Watson, <laughs> which was his spot on his his normal value. I think <laughs> I reckon nine is his ADP. You're gonna love this uh, second part of this question. When does Baker get released and where does he go? Oh, one of my favourites. Um, I had a dream last night oh. uh, that he. Well, where did he go? Someone got released and he, he he got picked up by them. It was like a real surprise, and I can't even remember. It's one of those dreams where nothing really made I sense. Was say, I'm opening sports <laughs> now, but, <laughs> but so it was any, just like any real oh, answer. <laughs> shit. Um, where's he actually gonna go? Um, I I think that he's he is gonna get released because obviously there's not a market there. Um, I kind of think he could go to Tampa Bay. I, I think that sounds crazy, but. If he's willing to take no money and uh, sit behind a, a, you know, legend of the game, mm. um, I think it's a good option for him. So that that that's my random guess at the moment, but I'm I'm not really sure. 
Uh, yeah, my my uh, prediction. Jeez, uh, let me have a think here. Just looking for U.S. Football League teams. What are they called these days? Um, the New Jersey Generals. He can go the there. New Jersey Generals. He does seem like a bit of a general, doesn't he? Yeah. He and does actually, that was my thing. It it wasn't a dream. I I woke up this morning and I saw that notification for Tom Brady, and. Uh, him getting well, it was like three hundred and seventy-five million dollars for, oh, a yeah, for his TV thing, TV calling games. Oof. I'm like thinking, you know, we When's we get mad that that people are rich, and we we got Tom Brady working uh, seventeen days a year and earning thirty-seven point <laughs> five million dollars, so yeah, two million two million dollars a Sunday. Um, yep. Good overtime rates, I reckon. Right. Um, so it must be on time and a half. Yeah, at least maybe even double time for the after the first two hours. Um, yeah, I, I sort of I saw that and I was like, oh god, he's retired again, and they've picked up they picked up Baker Mayfield and he's their quarterback. But uh, it wasn't real. Here's the next question from Dino. Who's this is a very U.S. question actually. Who's sheep? Yeah. Who's sheep's two rookie draft? Did you like the best, and why was it U.S.? <laughs> it's just the value that U.S. extracted, like um. Getting Kyle Phillips at four eleven, and then um, just not reaching on any of his other picks. I think it's great, great draft. Look, the fact that only three of us drafted <laughs> it makes it hard. Uh, it makes it difficult, but I'd have to say that Seymour's three six nine bloke did pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, he got some decent value. I think Pete got was, some good players that he. Wanted, I heard he so. was real annoyed at Gerg ninety two for taking Drake London instead of quarterback that he thought he was going to take because Gerg yeah, needs right. quarterbacks. But, yeah, what do you do? Made him take Jameson Williams at three. And then I thought oh, I thought everyone was going to take Garrett Wilson before me, but then I got Garrett Wilson on the way back. Pick six. So. Yeah, that was pretty nice value. Yeah, I think I think you were in a good position to just sit there and, and take who fell to you, but it, it's hard to mm. score anyone's drafts because when you look at it, it's just like um, the Giants, Jets, Texans, and mm. who, who else had teams? And, and, and the Lions. Philadelphia yeah, Lions. <laughs> All had, you know, multiple first round picks, and of course they got great value. Like, mm. well, it would have been bad if you you didn't get good players on your team with twelve picks. So, too right. Yeah, it's hard to hard to rate it. Yep. All right. So, oh, hang on. Next question. There was another couple, I think. Uh, what the actual fuck are Miami doing? Signing four hundred average dudes. Is this a draft question or that was the a, question? Just a general oh, sorry, question. that was the statement. The question was, was, what the actual fuck are Miami doing? So, I would agree that uh, Teron Armstead and Tyreek Hill are pretty average players. <laughs> um, I don't know how was they it, thought they that, that was going to save this their... morning, right? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, that must be what this is about, I guess. Okay, if you... If we take this question just through the lens of running backs, then yes. I guess it I is an interesting um, interesting little uh, room, isn't it? Um, I think we even had this discussion this morning, like, what does Sony Michelle mean to it's just another this guy running to take back work room? Away, right? it's, and it's like, who who is the guy? And maybe it's the rookie. I, I don't even know. Like, who could it be? There's, Good old Zaquandre. Yeah. So it's um, now Chase Edmonds, Sony Michelle, Raheem Mostert, Miles Gaskin, Savon Ahmed, as a Quandre ooh. White, and Jared Dokes are the running backs in that room at the moment. I'm going to say that they're not going to not use Sony Michelle. He showed at the Rams last year he still had a bit of juice. They paid Chase Edmonds. They've given some money to Raheem Mostert. Miles Gaskin's gone now for all I care. Uh, and then they drafted a dude. It's like, bloody hell, how many running backs can you use? 
Uh, well, if you've watched the 49ers make uh, draft picks, <laughs> they're just trying to model themselves off that. So, you know, take a third and sixth round running back, hit on the sixth round one, and then, then draft another the one, one in the third next year. Yeah, um, just in case, you know, it was a flash in the pan for a whole season. Um, yeah, who knows what they're doing there at running back. I think they just want guys to do different things and... Mm. They just don't care about your fantasy team. They're they're Definitely. happy to have a fast guy and a pass catching guy and a, Bruiser. a goal line guy and whatever it is. Yeah. 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 Um, the next question was Mike Davis to the Ravens thoughts. Mike Davis to the Ravens thoughts. Uh, do you remember the guy that they they cut this morning? And I I can't think of what his name is. Ty, uh, Tyson T- Williams. Tyson yeah. Williams. Yep. That that's Mike Davis at the Ravens for me. But worse. <laughs> <laughs> slower sure. yeah um, Worse. less explosive and then J.K. Um, Dobbins is the guy and then Gus Edwards is there and they also drafted Tyler Beatty and they yeah, still I think have Justice Hill he, <laughs> he's just in their room maybe he scores yeah. some some goal line touchdowns every now and then it makes you think he's <laughs> worth adding but sell him if you've got him and someone wants him because I, I think it's just a just a bit of insurance on a guy that's uh, that knows how to pick up a playbook quickly or something and has shown a little flash for the the Panthers in the past. All right, last one. Uh, two questions left. Uh, Tom Figjam has sent uh, fuck Mary Kill, uh, Gus Gould, Ooh. Mel Kuyper, or Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> I'm marrying Baker Mayfield. Um, <laughs> yes, he has some money. It just it seems like a fun dude to hang around with. I don't know. Oh, sorry, he... that was that was Baker Mayfield. Sorry. Uh, okay, I don't, I don't know, know who that, who that is. is. <laughs> but uh, I'll marry him anyway. Um, he's, probably, he's probably a bit of a psycho. Maybe that's a terrible decision. <laughs> but um, uh, this is this is pretty hard. Because uh, <laughs> both of these you, are... You fuck yourself and you kill the other two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I, I'm a weirdo and I really like Gus Gould's uh, intros to State of Origin. No, so... no, 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 no. <laughs> So I'd be uh, disappointed if if they were gone. Um, so I'm gonna. <laughs> this yep. is state of origin. <laughs> uh, the the American lovers viewers are gonna love it. Uh, last question is what's going on with Sheep's three? Uh, very good question. Uh, we're getting there. Let me just say that we're gonna get payments in, uh, and we'll start drafting pretty soon. Got a wedding next weekend, um, so that might. Oh yeah, might fall who's after that? The wedding, That's some guy. Yeah, cool. So uh, yeah, I might be a. Uh, out of off the grid for a little while there um, while that's all planned and happening so um, we might do it after that we'll see how we go in the next couple of days if we get it up and running so uh, is there anything else I think that's it um, there was another one here Eddie Maguire instead of a couple of those names uh, Aiden Hutchinson's mum Zach Wilson's mum or Giselle Bunchen. Uh, you know take your pick there uh, and yeah that's it so well, th- yep, there's one more question you missed questions. actually um, who's the worst host on Sheep Station Dynasty podcast I think um, it's pretty clear, right? Pointer, right? Yeah, no, I never heard of her. <laughs> yeah, def- definitely. Yeah, so if you want to, so, if anyone wants to host uh, or co-host <laughs> with me and yours, uh, just um, you know, send us a little sneaky DM on those uh, social media platforms. Um, you know, but in saying that though, he has won a title. So. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's a bit unlucky. Who cares? <laughs> yep. All right, mate. Thanks for sticking it out. Um, excellent draft. I must say from you. Um, yeah. Very jealous that that, uh, that pick was made from you. And The, uh, the most basic name in the draft, yep. I'll sit here with my disappointed Brees Hall. 
I suppose. Yeah, cool. Disappointing um, pick. <laughs> I'll keep my Patrick Mahomes, thanks. <laughs> All right, mate, until next time. Yep. We'll see you later. See you, buddy. Okay, bye. Ciao.